Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Any good stories from the road? Pipe up. I wish we'd gotten seen a little bit more out of our punter. I'm starting to puke. It makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. I thought he was going to die. I'm starting to throw up in my mouth a little bit. He's on the probiotics. Is Georgia playing the 1985 Bears this weekend or what? A lot of Todd, Todd, Todd talk. That poison proof. They're mongeese. We will not be hunted at the University of Georgia. I can promise you that. The hunting that we do will be done from us going the other direction. Well, I feel like I just talked to you guys earlier today about five minutes ago, and then, you know, Damon Wilson decided to commit, and then Georgia, I guess, flipped a former NC State commit, and then Travis Hunter uh, just ran circles around all of us. Hey, everybody, I'm Wes Blankenship. This is the Georgia Show. Jake Rowe is pissed. Jake Roos uh, had a swell day, and Palmer Toms did too. Yeah, get that trap. Get that trap. Guys, uh, I want to start the show by congratulating the 2023 Signing Day champion, Alabama Crimson Tide. Good job. Number one, uh, y'all did it. You finally did it. Uh, but in all seriousness, what a day. Georgia just kind of stacking it up. Ho-hum, day at the office. Number two signing class in the on three consensus. Yeah, good class, man. And uh, not mad. I'm definitely not pissed about the whole Travis Hunter thing. It's just, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of cringing. There's this guy on TikTok that I see from time to time. And he's a guy with a big old bushy mustache, and they, they, he sees awkward stuff. And he just, not, not Johnny like, Sanders. It'll like stitch to him. No, it's definitely not Johnny Sanders. <laughs> and it'll stitch to him, and he just goes, oh, what happened? 
And that's kind of how I feel about Travis Hunter right now. I'm like, what are you going to do, dude? It's pretty clear he doesn't want to commit. But uh, yeah, Q rating is going to fall a little bit, man. Q rating is going to fall if he doesn't make this commitment like he said he would. And boy, oh, boy, do I wish we could gain 29,000 followers that quickly. Yeah, we. I think, uh, like Wes said, <laughs> or I think it was Wes that tweeted it out, we do uh, anything once we hit 100,000. We'll announce anything you want. <laughs> yeah, we will tell you whatever you want to hear. Jake Rowe to Peru. I mean, we, it's uh, it's happened. If you've but, seen the other guys, if you've seen the movie The Other Guys, I will fire <laughs> a weapon at my ceiling. I will do a desk pop on the podcast. I'll put a hole in my desk. I just bought this thing like three months ago. I will fire a round through that desk. I'm going to tell you folks, Jake, you want to see that. You want to see that. We need to get to 100000 because you want to see Jake Rowe fire a live round. I'm going to need to start a GoFundMe to buy me a gun, but uh, <laughs> if you're thinking about coming hey, and robbing my he, house, I he, wouldn't do that. I do have a gun. He, uh, I think he'd do that for a lot less than 100000 too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's don't, let's don't get into negotiations and, you know, 5000 I might do it. <laughs> So here's what I'm going to do. You might, might do it on this show. <laughs> I've got Travis Hunter's YouTube channel pulled up right here. Uh, it's just going to be floating. And we'll see if uh, he uploads that video that tells us he's committed to Georgia or Colorado or LSU or wherever he's going. Let's talk about the dogs today, though, guys. Since we met and since we spoke last, if you missed our live reactions today from about 10 a.m. to noon, that's when a lot of Georgia's official letters were coming in. Uh, it was a pretty bang-bang period of the day for the dogs as uh, everything kind of became formal for a lot of these signees. Since then, like I mentioned, Damon Wilson and uh, Kyron Jones uh, make it official for the dogs as well. And that was kind of the most intrigue for the class. They'll still have Jordan Hall's decision on Thursday. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, two for two on the things that were, were toss-ups? Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, uh, you can't be much happier with how things turned out. Um, it, it all went to plan. It was exactly what we expected, and it's exactly what we got. And I think that uh, overall, you have, to feel, uh, you have to feel strong about that. Georgia closed on the guys they needed to close on. Um, they closed on the guys they were expected to close on. And that's not always the case for everybody, right? I mean, we're over here talking about it on the board and talking about, like, it's kind of weird. They're, the day came and went without much fanfare, without much drama. Things went as we expected they would and wrote that they would for several weeks, and then that was it. And, you know, I think Jake Rowe was maybe sweating that Damon Wilson uh, in, in L.I. there uh, maybe at the last minute. Uh, it Man, like I, just, I just knew, guys, I've done this long <laughs> enough to know. I just knew that the questions were going to come, and they were going to come in force. One was it was going to be like a run on on quarterbacks in the NFL draft or run on kickers or whatever. Um, I just knew somebody was going to ask, and then five minutes later, somebody was going to ask, and somebody was going to ask, and I was like, "All right, guys, um, you know, let's see if we can find out what's going on here. That way, we got answers when they start asking." Um, but uh, you know, we we're able to kind of scrape some stuff together and head it off at the pass. But uh, that was a that was a huge addition, man. Uh, you know, just just watching. ESPN there and hearing them kind of talk about it and vocalize the outside linebacker thing in this class. I mean, with, with Sam and Pimba with, uh, with uh, Gabe Harris. I mean, I, guys, I really like how they, they 
just kind of met needs in so many different ways there. They got a guy in Gabe Harris and, and a guy like Damon Wilson who have these high floors and may be able to come and help you right away, um, but also have good ceilings. And then Sam and Pimba, who may, may have a little further to go, but just freak athlete. And, uh, you know, I think that was probably part of it too, Wes, is I knew if Georgia didn't uh, – uh, or Jake, if if Georgia didn't get that uh, that um you know letter of intent in, if something happened, that was going to really change how this day felt for Georgia. Ooh, ain't no question about it, man. I mean, that would have shaken everything up clearly. And and like you said, I, I was impressed that they did that as well. And I think that those guys are, um, you know, ready to. I, I do think that those guys can help you early. I think that Damon Wilson and Gabe Harris are, are two guys that can get in and get in the mix early on. And Pimba. Uh, a ceiling you know uh, sky high on that kid but they did it in several ways they did it in several areas right um it seemed like they wanted to focus on defensive back they were able to do that uh through this recruiting class it seemed like they wanted to redo the pass catchers well you get two tight ends and uh and four wide receivers right i mean it's the case for them where things look good look as they should and you know I mean, it's it's looking like Travis uh, Travis Hunter's uh, follower account on YouTube. It's it's going up, man. I mean, it's, it's all going up for Georgia. Um, but and and there's still more on the vine, right? There's still more meat left. Uh, you know, Jordan Hall tomorrow. You feel good about that one? You know, how do they address the transfer portal? Ra Ra Thomas, Dominic Lovett, Smoke Bowie. Uh, do you see um, the increased focus for uh, Deuce Robinson begin tomorrow? I would guess so. Yes. Uh, you know, they're trying to focus on a couple of key areas, it seems. And they've done a great job, I think, addressing needs. Um, I, I am curious, uh, not to not to steal Wes's thunder as the, the host here, but I am curious, Roe and, well, and everybody, I mean, chime in, but we talk about addressing needs. It's by committee, it, man. It's by it, committee. It, it feels like they covered – it feels like they did cover a lot of ground. If you're looking around, is there one area that you think that they could have done more work in? Because I, I do have one in mind. I have one. I'd Safety. say running back. That was mine as well. I, running back is also the area safety. that I would say. I've, I've been big about the safety for a while, but – Well, I, Palmer, I, I'm with you on that one, but then I also go to Kirby's comments about today where he talks about, you know, I, I don't even know what a quarterback is anymore. These guys are defensive right. backs. I yeah, feel don't like, you all kind of feel like they just bring in DBs and – put them where they need yeah. to go. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, though, they do – Palmer's right. They do play kind of what you have them listed at. But I think that's just – Georgia hasn't out of necessity really, you know, flipped a guy anywhere like that. Right. But, I mean, I do suspect, you know, knowing what their numbers are at safety that, you know uh, – I mean, I don't know. Did we get a definitive on Jones on, on what he's going to play? Is he going to be corner? Is he going to play safety? Um, you know, I mean, I, I think Justin Ritt is a guy that may get a look at safety or star. Uh, you know, I think uh, I, I think Daniel Harris is a guy who really fits at star. Well, um, and, and to me, I feel like a lot of times you see these guys sign as a corner or safety, and they can play star as well. And I, I just – it's not – terribly often that you see a guy that is a corner end up moving to safety at least i feel like in in my time i haven't covered this as long as y'all have but chris smith yes chris 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 smith yeah probably the best one maybe the only one 
You yeah, know, that I can like, think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, but 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 you know, it's it's just it's kind of known that that the skills are just kind of interchangeable there. That you had rather, I mean, you'd, you'd rather have a cornerback playing safety than you would a safety playing corner. Absolutely. And, yeah, Absolutely. And so I, I and, think, and, and so if if that's your logic, then you recruit heavy at corner, and you know maybe you're a little bit smaller at safety, other than the true safeties that you land. I, I'll go off the reservation a little bit here. I, I mean, I'd say oh D line. I'd say D line. Um, you know, two guys. Once you get Jordan Hall, um, you know, if you if you get Jordan Hall, I mean, you know, you're still up in the air on that one. I mean, we've seen some things get away from you at the last minute there with uh, you know, Sadir Mitchell. Yeah, obviously Georgia. You know, I mean, you really hope that doesn't happen with Hall. Uh, but but if you know Georgia, even when Georgia gets him, where's your five technique? Where's your other interior guy? Um, you know, I know they've had kind of some cycles here where they'll take two and then they'll take four and they'll take three and then they'll take four. Um, but, you know, I think defensive line is something that they could have probably um, addressed a little bit better. But but they're um, also not losing a ton on the defensive line. I mean, you lose Jalen Carter, which is – You could ton. also lose Tramiel, Tramiel Wildhauer. Uh, you could. I, mean, I, I don't – I mean, you could. And, and obviously you lose Bill Norton. But, I mean, you, you may – Old there's cactus a, Bill. There's a chance that Jalen and and uh, Bill are the only two that go. I mean, I, I wouldn't count on that. I would count on, you know, probably one, if not two, more going. And and then you're right. Your defensive line depth is a little bit more of a concern. But you've also had some guys that haven't played that are capable of playing. Yeah. Well, one of the things – I'm mainly meaning that five-technique position um, because I do think that Wilder is probably, you know, having graduated, might be out the door, might try to move on, might try to stick around. I don't know, six years. It's a long time. Spent his first one at JUCO. So, um, but, you know, that that's a position just kind of where, um, you know, we're just – I don't know. It's it's one of those things where the, the portal really puts you in a bind because you can't you can't over-recruit every position. You can't you can't be like, well, we got to make sure we got enough of these and enough. But by the time you've gotten to three or four different positions where you've maybe taken one or two above your number because you're worried about the portal, you're at 85. And and then, you know, then you're having to kind of rob Peter to pay Paul there. And that's just not something you want to do um, in recruiting. And I know Georgia's kind of gotten around that a little bit with with the ability to bring some in-state guys in and, you know, kind of walk them on for the first year, put them on scholarship the second year. They don't count as initial counters. Um, you know, I'm sure they've gotten some NIL help for some, you know, preferred walk-ons to try and sure things up. Uh, but but that's where the portal really gets you is because you really need to be able to over-recruit a couple, two or three or four different positions, but you can't because then you run out of numbers. The hell even is an initial counter even anymore. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, no, the numbers, the numbers are screwy, and they understand it in a way that, I, quite frankly, I don't feel like I ever will. Um, I, they, but George has done a great job of balancing those things out. Man, like there's said, a science to that, that I, it, it, it almost doesn't feel like calculus. It feels more like magic. Like, I don't know how they fit it into the box. It's a, it's a well, and, and then COVID didn't help at all either, because all these guys are getting an extra year of eligibility no, no. and, and for a couple of years, they weren't counting as a scholarship guys against the 85 and. Kirby goes home over here. Uh, d- 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 numbers are a dance, man. I mean, Kirby, go, Kirby, Kirby goes Kirby goes home and puts on his Georgia onesie. 
<laughs> big Georgia ones, and he just does this, does the numbers dance, and it just all falls <laughs> into place for him. It's pretty incredible. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, people are saying. People are people are talking about it. Well, how about quarterback guys? I know that's uh, something Kirby addressed today, and they, you know, they feel good about that, and we've hashed that out ad nauseum. We've, we've about got a story the, about that on our front page right now. Pulitzer. We're, we're, we're submitting that to the uh, sports right and all the sports right. Oh, yeah. It's already in the inbox. It's already in their ballot. I've heard some things about it. I've, I've already gotten some feedback on it. <laughs> I printed it out, actually. I went up to the Kinko's and printed it out, and I stuffed it in the Pulitzer uh, entry box over there, yeah. the Grady College School of Journalism. <laughs> uh, it's over there in Beachwood next to the Fresh Market. Um, Wes just keeps going until you crack. He just got it. He just kept adding on to that until I was like, all right, God dang it, you got me. Um, yeah. No, It's cool not that. easy to get the laugh out of Roe. But, but seriously, um, that's, that's something that could be a conundrum. But, I mean, what were you going to do? No, I mean, quarterback is what it is, right? I mean, you 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 got into the Arch Manning sweepstakes, probably knowing what your situation was moving forward. You were probably you were okay with him, and you were okay without him. And um, you know, there's going to be look. There's quite frankly, there's going to be another round of portal guys. I mean, I, I've mentioned this on the show before. JT Daniels arrived in Athens in May, committed to Athens in May. Uh, I mean, it, it's it, these windows don't mean anything, right? I mean, when guys want to move, they move. And so if there's a guy out there that Georgia finds themselves in a bind, they've largely been able to go out and, and get him. They needed a defensive back. Darion Kendrick shows up at the door, right? Well, both of the, both of those were pre-windows and, and come on. I, are we really do, – do, but I guess how much stock are we really putting in? I mean, if, if a guy wants to get somewhere else, it feels like they've been able to find a way to get somewhere else. Well, I, my, my question with it is – That's how I feel, Roos. I mean, it's – with, with, with the windows and and y'all may have an answer to this i may just not know the rules and and jake guru transfer portal guru over here may are the windows just for entering the portal do you have to exit the portal in those windows can you exit the portal outside of those windows i mean the the, the current window ends what the january 18th or something like that. Does Georgia, if if Georgia's going to land a wide receiver in this transfer portal window, does it have to be? You know, if if Georgia's going to land a wide receiver transfer portal wide receiver before May, does it have to be before January eighteenth or whatever? Or could somebody decide in February or March, like what Tyke Smith did? I and, think I think when that window closes, I'm pretty sure that that member institutions are asked at that time to remove their players' names from the transfer portal. I'm, I'm you just pretty sure. They just take them out. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, that was the instruction before this past window, like, or or before they're it closed gonna, this past but, time. But I know that doesn't mean anything. Realistically, they're going to say, ask these, man. I mean, that's what they're going to say. It's, it, I mean, if, if they want to make it happen, it's the, and, and you, you know where, who, who D's is. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make it happen. I, I feel yeah. I feel confident in that. They are, but but it, you know this is this is the same as like saying you know no inducements, right? I mean, it just it, 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 it I'm not saying it's gonna eliminate it, but it it keeps us from you know it keeps us from you know having nuclear you know submarines fight each other in one acre ponds. You know, what I mean, like it's 
we're talking about people out here openly discussing. I mean, Pat Narduzzi talking openly about Pat Narduzzi's a wine sack. I, uh, but what I'm saying is say names or quit whining. I'm with you. I'm with you. But coaches are talking openly about the idea of tampering happening. And I think that until the NCAA steps in and does anything about any of this, it's just free for all, man. I mean, it really is. I, the I NCAA is not doing jack. I mean, they're not no, doing anything about that. Not. They're not doing anything about NIL. It's all a farce. And you got a soapbox on Twitter to make yourself feel better about it if you're Pat Narduzzi. You know, when I, when I used nothing's to teach- happening. When I used to teach at Cedar Shells High School, I worked with this dude, very small guy, probably 5'5", 130 pounds. These two kids got in a fight one day, and he did what the NCAA is doing right now. He's like, hey, somebody want to come break this up? Hey, hey, hey. Somebody want to deal with this right now? Um, And, you know, to be honest, I didn't want to go break it up either, but I didn't want to get, you know, popped. You wanted to watch. You sicko. You wanted to watch him. I kind of wanted to go like Joe Rogan and call it. Like, oh, God, (laughs) we're making choke. Jesus Christ, there he goes. You know, I just kind of wanted to like really get in there, but I think they would have really frowned upon that at the Clark County School District. I don't know. We had a, we had some rules over there. The four no, Fs, man. Don't don't know, the 4Fs, don't you don't get fired. Um, but uh, and we won't talk about what those meant. But yeah, I mean, they're not doing anything. They're waiting on legislation to come bail them out. I get it. I get it. But I do think that the windows kind of provide at least some structure to it to the point where you don't have a kid opting out before the fourth game of the year or, or before the fifth game of the year saying, I'm going into the transfer portal. Uh, and, you know, next thing you know, he's trying to visit places, that's you know, while he's on another school's campus. That's, that's and, the hard, that's the hard, fast limit, right? We haven't seen that. We haven't seen that tested. And I don't think, know that we will, because I feel like, I feel like that would even scare off coaches, right? I feel like the idea of a kid doing it in the middle of the season you know, quitting on the team in the middle of the season, trying to go out, explore whatever, da 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 da. da. That, you mean that, exactly that, like what Kelly Bryant did that year? Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. When he, when he shut it down after four games because it became clear. Well, he not only did he shut it down after four games, they, I mean, ten, uh, Clemson did that for him. I mean, they went ahead and named Trevor Lawrence the starter right. so that he could get a year out of that. Right. Uh, God, he didn't do anything with it either. No. Which, by the way, speaking of Clemson, did y'all see uh, Chelsea Dabo's comments today? Yes, yes, yeah. Probably shouldn't get too deep into him, but uh, yeah, righteous Old Dabo. Dabo's got—he's a quote machine, man. Righteous he's, gemstones of coaching. Yeah, Someone, I mean, I'm—I'll be honest with you, man. I saw somebody put it on there, and they goes nil. What about nail? I saw that. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. nail to the cross. Oh Lord, Dabo. No. Devo. Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, the only collective you'll ever need. <laughs> oh, my God. Wes, is that you? Did you did you do that? Yeah. Oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> and the, I mean that I mean that respect respectfully, man. I'm not yeah, I'm not uh I'm not trying to we need we need t shirts. <laughs> yeah. I would wear it. No, I listen. I, I think it's all. I think it's Holy all. Clear. I think it's. We've gotten. We've gotten far off of the class. But ultimately, I listen. We got. We started talk, this talking about quarterback. And I think if Georgia feels it needs quarterback help ahead of next season, I think that they will be able to get it, or conceivably will be able to get it. I think that the opportunity will be out there. Somebody will be floating around post spring practice, uh, who's going to explore the transfer portal again, or the opportunity to explore. 
Yeah. Well, somebody needs to tell Uncle Glenn Hartley that we don't know anything about a crystal ball. Okay. <laughs> never heard of that. RPM. Crystal ball. I've never heard of her. Is that Tony Ball's <laughs> wife? I don't know. <laughs> is that Monty Ball's mom? Yeah. I, Monty <laughs> Ball's mama. I see that is. Um, but yeah, all in all, guys, number two uh, is something I'm going to be chopping wood about for the dogs, number two in this signing day class. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of coaches kind of going off today. I, I think this is a good opportunity just for a couple Honor. minutes before we chop some wood here. What is what is Matt Rule saying? He was tweeting about Oregon dropping the bag for players. I mean, th- this, like, era that we're in is – kind of weird it's kind of crazy i don't know if it's because of twitter or what but guys are just going off and shooting from the hip and once again though who was out front of this whole thing who who taught all of these coaches it was okay to, to bitch and moan about nil nick, nick saban. saban nick saban told him hey guys it's okay it's okay i'm gonna do it and you all can do it and listen i mean i i swear to god i would i would on this show because i know he doesn't care and he's not gonna see it and he shut me down anyway real rudely Kirby, I would give it to him if he was if it was him. But Kirby said today, he's like, listen, I stopped thinking about it and analyzing it. I just try to do the best I can with it. Well, he, didn't, he was talking about the early signing period. Yeah, but it, that, it's the whole but, thing. But it's that, it's that approach. approach. It's, the whole, it's that approach. Yeah, it's just the whole rigmarole to the whole thing. It's like, you know, hey, stop, stop analyzing it. Stop, you know, trying to figure out why things are the way they are. Just deal with them. Yes. And that's the way – and everybody's That's all you can do, stuff. really. Yeah. That, you're not going to fight this battle openly. To me, that was the quote of the press media. conference because he yeah. said, you know, hey, I, I tried to stop you know, <clears throat> figuring it out and just figure out how to be good at it. Yeah, that's what he said. Unless you're Nick Saban, you know, you kind of have to operate with that with that mindset. Um, uh, some Deuce Robinson um, talk, as you mentioned, with Uncle Glenn Hartley there. Uh, is Deuce like the – white whale the great white buffalo of the february signing class essentially or, or any other names to look out for there land yeah. mammals sea mammals yeah he would have i think deuce robinson would have could have been that for this portion of it i mean he's yeah. he's he's that talented of a player now obviously the need was clear with damon wilson you don't have to have another tight end in this class but a player of the caliber of deuce robinson has always got a welcome spot at any program he wants to play in in the nation. I'm not a team about. in the pro not a team in the country that couldn't use that kid. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Um he I, is the he is the Damon Wilson tight end equivalent. If you it, he's one of those kids and I don't think there's a ton of them like the, like Leonard Fournette um coming out of high school. I, I don't I mean I'm having a hard time remembering some other guys that were like that. Clowny. He's he's one clowny. He's clowny. one of those kids that I honestly believe that if you told, if you told, I mean, if you told the 1990s Atlanta Falcons about it, they'd probably, you know, they'd probably give him 40 million a year because they love drafting tight ends. But I mean, if you took it, if you took a team like, uh, it wouldn't be the Patriots, but if you took a reasonable NFL franchise and you said, hey, you can get this kid right now coming out of high school, we're going to offer a one-time ex- exception. You can give him five million a year for the next eight years and you can have him, and he's yours for the next eight years. And you just, that's all you've got to pay him. They'd take him in 100%. They'd, they'd take him in, they'd develop him. They'd work, you know, they'd work him in as an 18 year old. And then they'd, by the time he's 21, they would hope that he was ready to, 
you know, be a part of what they do and play it at a high level and do all that stuff because he's just that physically gifted. And, right. and he's a, a typical two way guy. And ultimately, that's going to, I mean, ultimately, I don't think Travis Hunter's that caliber right two now. Two sport guy, sorry. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's going to happen to some degree for Deuce Robinson. He's probably going to get $5 million a year for three years, and then he's going to go make more, a lot more. Than yeah, that's that. an interesting point. That makes me wonder because, like, <laughs> he's not going to get $5 million a year from anybody. Clowney was the guy coming out of high school that was ready to go, but like the professional career didn't necessarily, uh, not saying he wasn't a good pro, but no, he's been a really good pro, but not not up to that. Right. Is there anyone that's like matched the hype from high school to college LeBron to the James. NFL? It's so yeah, hard. LeBron to do. James may be it. I mean, yeah. Robert Kendichi didn't do it. Dylan Moses didn't do it. No. Um, you know, I think of guys like Ernie Sims way back in the day who went to Florida State. Uh, uh there was that kid that signed with Florida that time, the Powell kid that was number one. You know, Byron uh, Byron Coward, I remember, was yeah. supposed to be, you know, just kind of otherworldly. Um, even even if you even if you want to roll back to a Trent Thompson, Trent Thompson had a little bit of a different scenario because his body just completely fell apart. Yeah. Um, on him uh, after you know basically ending his freshman season, looking like he was going to win a couple of Outland trophies. Uh, at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember much about him as a as a prospect. No, sure, sure. Um, yeah, but I mean, you're right. That's it is really kind of tough. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is trying to get there. Calvin Johnson, that's a good call, Andy. Still, yeah. yeah. I'm still. Don't, I still don't know that Calvin Johnson got the respect that he deserved as a recruit. I think he was. We were still in a day and age there where where you know we gave we gave elite prospects their love but we did, just didn't know quite how elite they were guys you had to physically hold the the dang thing to watch them on on anything like you couldn't watch them you couldn't watch them on the internet's then when Calvin no. Johnson was around you had to you had to watch countdown to signing day on like you know on Wednesday nights during the fall Watch was, uh, Jamie Newberg. Whoa, Andy Stowe taking shots at someone's mama in the comments here Andy come on dude it's the holiday season I, do you remember? Do you remember the first highlights you watched uh, on, on, like, on YouTube? Like, I, I remember mine. I do. I know who mine was. I, I know mine for sure. It was mine Noel was Divine. Noel Divine. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That Noel was, Divine, dude. We were huddled around computers in the computer lab watching Noel Divine highlights. Yeah, we used to do this. We do. We did. This, I did the same thing in college. Like yeah. I was in college, I'd be in the SLC with some buddies. And I'd be like, hey, man, hey, listen, we're, I'm going to come log into this computer in the SLC, and we're going to look at Noel, Noel Divine highlights. So we did. It was amazing. <laughs> you, Everything. You guys, you guys have lost me. Circle, though. We're back on Dion. You guys have lost me. Y'all, y'all are old. Yeah. Oh, Palmer, Palmer. Palmer, it's, go look up Noel Divine. Look it's up still Noel Divine. I've never up. even heard of this kid. What? Highlights. Go no, look up Noel Divine. I feel like no, you should leave your job at on three. That's Noel <laughs> Divine is the reason why is one of the reasons why this whole industry exists. Yeah, no question, is. no question, no doubt. Uh, no, Bailey, I, you know, I think him. Call and I, obviously, we 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 do this so badly, and it's all my fault. I know, but like, I think it was him, and I also think one of the forerunners was that three quarterback class: Stafford, Mustaine. Tim Tebow. Oh boy, Mitch Mustaine. There was pull. something about but Matt Stafford, Mitch Mustaine, and and Tim Tebow in that class. There was something about that that three amigos that just those guys were remarkable. There was a Texas kid, and there was the there was yeah. the homeschooled you know 
uh, the one that you know T Tebow and and, and he was on two days. This is the best one. He was ranked number one by some people. And then, you know, that just the way that thing worked out in those recruitment, how everybody followed those guys, I think was very um, big for the recruiting industry as well. Uh, yeah. Last last hypothetical on this topic, kind of a different question. There's no debate Brock Bowers would be a first-rounder if he could go into the league. No, 100%. Right now, do you think he'd be top 10, top 15, fall a little bit later? Because there's a lot of talent that you're you know, going up against, hypothetically, that's a little bit more developed? I think it'd be a top 20 pick. I'd say You're top right. 15. Sure. Well, you know what? Um, actually, I, I, I would change that because I think some people might be thinking, oh, man, you bring this 19-year-old into the league. No, Brock Bowers is closer to 21 than he is 19. He is an old, old sophomore. Definitely so, held back. Yeah, definitely, you know, held back. And that's There's why something. he's losing his hair. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought you were just catching Palmer. <laughs> Brock Bowers is going to kick Palmer's ass. I, I will say, I will say, I see a lot of the comments that come in on like the YouTube shorts <laughs> that I put up, and I've put up a couple of Brock Bowers. The way the algorithm works, even though I put some of these up in September they still get comments that, that kind of flutter in and 90% of them are, why does this guy look like he's 40 years old? <laughs> he almost he's got to, you know, get this guy old. some Rogaine, like leave this dude alone. He's like the greatest player in college football. He's right awesome. Now. He's awesome. We talked to him today. I, I do enjoy talking to Brock. Paul Palmer trying to cover his bases now. Montavious Atkinson, still the oldest looking uh, oh, school, senior I've ever seen. Montavious Montavious Atkinson <laughs> at 18 years old looked like he had great grandkids. He looked like he played in the league in like 1983. He I did. Mean, yeah, he was something else. Uncle Montavious, dude. Sweet uh, guy, too. Very different, but yeah, very good, good, kid. Kid, good kid. Good Langston team that was. Um, I, think, I think Georgia would have, you know, I. I I'm trying to think of guys because, you know, obviously AD is a little bit older too because he had a year, even though he, yeah. apparently he can't go pro after this year. Um, there was some digging done on that uh, that I was talking to somebody up at UGA about yesterday or today. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else that Georgia would have that might be able to – who have who could have maybe even have gone pro when they first got in. Um, I don't know. Somebody might want to have taken a shot at Ringo. Uh, just how big and and you know mm -hmm. and athletic he is, pre, you know, pre-injury. He would have probably um, tested well at a combine. Yeah, right. Uh, Don't be know. such a Ringo sexual man. <laughs> Don't um, start, man. Don't start. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I, maybe a Marius Mims. Maybe that's ooh. just the guy you look at and you're like, oh, I can't, yeah. cannot turn this young man down. Yeah. Michael Williams. Yes, that's a good one. Malachi? I like this. I like this. This has legs. This <laughs> Malachi Starks. Yeah. Yeah. Malachi Starks. All right. We're going to take a break from the live uh, feed of Travis Hunter's YouTube channel Thank to <laughs> remind you. Wes, he of... just went live. <laughs> yeah. That's how it usually goes. <laughs> Uh, and, then, and then Wes turns off the uh, turns off the team uh, turns off the uh, stream yard over here trying to switch it back and. They were just all kind of caught in the ether. You, you have no idea how perilously close the end broadcast button is to uh, a lot of these things I switch <laughs> back and forth between. Anyway, Breaking Tea, I don't know if they would make a signing day shirt. That'd be pretty cool.
but uh, they've got a, a lot of other shirts that are relevant to your fandom as a Georgia Bulldog. Obviously, it's a little too close to the holiday season now. You probably missed your shot if you haven't taken advantage yet, but we do have a link to Breaking T's amazing elite championship selection of apparel. They got coffee mugs uh, and NIL tie-ins with Stetson Bennett, Brock Bowers, Christopher Smith, and Darnell Washington. Some really talented guys and some really talented uh, T-shirt designers over at Breaking Tea. We need to pitch that collective idea to them. I love it. Is uh, back on the topic of guys that you would take a shot at out of high school, Darnell Washington, would he, would he be on that list? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Offensive tackle and waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Defensive end. <laughs> yeah, probably. If you get to do whatever you want to with him. Oh, Brock no Bowers would probably be an edge I, rusher. I watched I watched uh, Darnell Washington play defensive end in high school, and it was absolutely abusive. It was yeah. ridiculous, man. He was – he. I mean, he was just tossed just – How just hot tossed. was it when you went out to Desert Pines? Oh, was, God, it was so damn hot. Oh, <laughs> it was so damn hot. So nobody damn needs hot. To, nobody <laughs> needs to ever tell me that it's – oh, it's a dry heat. For I went sure. out there when it was 110 degrees this year. I thought my face was going to melt off. No, yeah, it was, hot is it hot. Was, it was 100. It was 115 in the shade out there, at Bishop Gorman that day. And I mean, I like I had this big weekend plan in Vegas. I was going to have this great time, and it zapped the energy out of me for literally two days straight. I went. I just went in my room and closed the blinds and just slept for like two days. Oh God! Good, good use of my MX points um, <laughs> <laughs> to get that room. Um, no, I think though that it's. Uh, I, I think that you know, talking about the rest of this, you know, class and and looking ahead. Uh, yeah, Georgia's Georgia's in a good spot, right? I mean, it feels. <laughs> Robert Robert was, Tony Wilson is Archie Dub over here. I was waiting for him to. Uh, I was I was waiting for him to uh, suggest a new topic. I thought it was going to be new topic and then a suggestion. <laughs> no. no, just just. New topic, guys. No, Keep I, it moving. I guess, uh, no, you, you know, looking around this class, I mean, let's talk about this because I think this is important. The guy that you're high on that maybe is not top of the list, right? I mean, A.J. Harris is up there. Raylan Wilson's up there. Uh, you talk about, uh, I don't know. But, I mean, it's a guy maybe that, that's kind of uh, somewhere down on this list or, or further down, I guess, than those top guys that, that you feel good about. Josh Williams. Tyler Williams. Josh Williams. Nice. Tyler Williams. Is that your Josh Miller for me. Josh Miller. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. I thought you were going to say Tyler Williams. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I watched I, I, him. I watched that film of him moving the other day, and I'm like, man, this cat right here is light on his feet. He's a good looking player. I think, I don't know. He's one of those guys that's not going to surprise me. If he kind of he's built different, but if he kind of takes the Jamari Sawyer Isaiah Wynn route, and you're like, oh man, we you know we brought this guy in as a guard. I think he can play tackle because I'm saying you don't you don't find 300 pounders that move out in space like he did. And there was a comfortable there was a comfort level with space. Another thing, all of you folks out there, I had a coach tell me this one time, and I've 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 abided by it since, and I think it's the smartest thing anybody's ever told me about evaluating offensive linemen. Is that if if you're watching offensive linemen, keep keep your eye on how often they spend, how much time they spend on the ground, and I'm not talking about like how much time they spend on the ground, like, um, you know, like 
cut blocking. I'm talking about cut blocking. I'm talking about everything. Like I'm not talking about, you know, just when they trip and fall, but how, how often do they feel the need to be on the ground and how often do they incidentally end up on the ground and then also watch them get up. And, you know, if they, if they're over there wallowing on the ground, trying to get up, they're probably stiff as a wedding dress. Okay. That's probably just how it is. So, you know, you watch them, watch them. Do they spend any time on the ground? And if they do spend time on the ground, how quickly do they get up? Josh, uh, Josh Miller has both of those things. He's really athletic. I, I love him. I think he's a really good player. And you said, you said Penn State felt like he was a Sunday player, right? I, I did, yes. When, when he flipped over, you know, I had some communication with some guys over there, and, and the, the feeling was that Penn State really had just kind of hoped to sneak him in under the radar. They were hoping that nobody else would kind of notice him, pick him up, right? They thought that he was a he was a Sunday guy, and um, I think that, that I think that's a great pick. I think Josh Miller is a, a really good prospect. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I agree with I agree with you, Rhett Womack. I, I think that Monroe Freeling's awesome. Um, uh, outstanding film on him. Flexibility off the charts. I'm going to go with, uh, gosh, it's tough on this list because a lot of these guys are highly ranked. But I'm going to go with the lowest ranked of the um, – Peyton Woodring. I knew it. Yeah, the, yes. Hey, listen, 60-yard boot to set the state records, nothing to shy away from, man. I mean, if you can get it done, if you can kick in high school, you, you can kick, right? He I mean, was a Louisiana Specialist of the Year. Um, I'm going to go, though, with uh, – I think C.J. Allen's going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, he's got really nice film. I like him. He's a little bit lower on the, the consensus than both Raylan Wilson and Troy Bowles. But I think that there's a role for C.J. Allen on this team. I think that he's going to end up being a really good player. And my other one's probably Anthony Evans. I think that, um, uh, you know, you just can't teach the speed that that kid has. I mentioned on the earlier stream that – uh, he had a faster hundred meter time per mile split. Kid so. is a his high school mascot is the rocket. Yeah, rockets. Uh, our buddy Dan Matthews commented on that today. I guess he's from that neck of the woods. Uh, I know he's from that neck of the woods. And uh, proud Texan. <clears throat> yeah, I I'm Maybe surprised that guy doesn't wear a cowboy hat everywhere like <laughs> <laughs> like champ kind man he needs to have a cowboy hat on at all times but he commented uh good to see uh whatever his high school name is good to see a rocket playing in athens and i was like that guy's a literal rocket he is dangerous and very fast yeah i, I think that the upside's huge for him um now he's a little slight uh you mentioned the word uh, earlier today wes and it's kind of stuck with me all day uh sprightly yeah. Uh, so he's, you know, he, that's that's always a concern, you know. Diminutive. Diminutive. <laughs> but I think that he's a good player. And uh Malik Savage with a with a uh with a good one there, Yazid Haynes. Um huge senior season. I think Malik Haynes or uh, Yazid Haynes playing his best football right now it seems. And you know the thing about Anthony Evans is 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 you know, we're talking about how some guys look old. Anthony Evans looks like he's 14. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he looks like he is. He looks like he is I'm concerned on, for him. Which is a Waverly place on hey, uh, Disney. <laughs> like Peyton, I, Peyton, Peyton Woodring. He's on the Disney Channel. Yeah. Peyton Woodring looks young as well. 
Um, so, yeah. You can look I, young as a kicker. All right. So how far down do they have to be? To sorry, be, Palmer. Let me get. Just don't, pick, to, just don't don't. Okay, let's just say out of the you can't pick out of the top five. Well, I know how far you've got to be on this. Dude, screen these, where I can't everyone we've said is a four star. You know, and yeah, we had a comment the other day. Like I did not. I said a three star. Oh, okay. All right. One so, of the comments. So does Roger Robinson count? Sure. Okay. Well, I'll, I think, I'll I think the him. top one hundred player. Yeah, you mm. did. Yeah, you picked <laughs> the number ninety nine player in the country. Yeah. I mean, what do you want? Uh, well, there's, yeah. there's not a lot to choose from, guys. We got a very small pool. If you want to try yeah. to dip outside of the, top I got a, the I got a good one. I can't wait to share. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take Roderick Robinson then. I mean, I'll, I'll go. I mean, I know we're, we're not doing dog stocks, but I would go stock up on him. I mean, it's okay. Just, just look at the way you that want. he finished his <laughs> senior season. Um, four touchdowns in, in a state championship game. Eight against. touchdowns in his last two playoff games. Yeah. So, I mean, that that kid. Georgia got a really good one with him. Kirby said it today. He said, um, you know, he he runs like an SEC back. Um, <laughs> now you don't. Now you don't because you covered me up. Great, great screen, though, by the way. You know, he, he runs with the physicality that you need to pick up tough yards, but he's got the speed that you need as well. <laughs> um. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to this on podcast palmer palmer's face is at the very bottom of the screen so anytime Bruce, i put Bruce up a comment gets this treatment yeah anytime i put up a comment his face gets covered up and there's a user named jehovah's thickness that came on and said hey we see palmer again so i show his comment and it immediately Hides Palmer right away. Not only that, it pushed Jehovah's Thickness's face right where Palmer's would be. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no. All right. Um, my guy is uh, is Gabe Harris. And, again, he's a really talented dude. But I got I a feeling you're going to be talking about him as a very highly rated cat by the time that these rankings are final. Nobody's talking about him. And um, just the fact that he plays down at Valdosta – He's these one of these you know freak D lineman guys that Georgia just kind of stacks up. And they're not you know if you watch them on film, if you don't know what you're watching, if you don't know what to look out for, they just look like a pretty good football player. But they end up impacting a lot of things uh, the way that Kirby Smart and Trey Scott want their D lineman to uh, to impact the game. So my underrated, I guess under the radar guy is uh, is Gabe Harris. I like I like him a lot, man. And he outsnapped uh, uh, Samuel and Pimba at IMG this year, um, and I think when you look at the when you look at the consensus, which um, if you don't already know what our consensus is, is very similar to the composite that that Shannon Terry put together at twenty four seven, but it's different in that it's equally weighted across all four platforms. Um, you know, rivals twenty four seven. Uh, ESPN and of course on three equally rated amongst those. Uh, but it, we, when you looked at the uh, the composite at 24 seven, 24 seven was heavier weighted than the other ones where this one's equally weighted. And so I think when you look at that in the end, you look at where all these recruiting services come together on Gabe Harris. I think there's a good chance he's going to be either right there with, or maybe slightly ahead of Samuel and Pemba. Uh I want to get to this one question and then chop some wood and then wrap this thing up. Robert Tony Wilson, who encouraged us to keep the show moving along. Appreciate that. Uh, I think this is a fair question, though. 
What does uh, this 2023 linebacker class mean for the guys that Georgia brought in earlier, like uh, EJ Lightsey, Jalen Walker, CJ Washington, and Travian Sori? It means Whoa. nothing for Jalen Walker. Jalen Walker is a yeah. stud in playing as a freshman. Um, yeah, EJ Lightsey will have a leg up um, as far as learning what to do. It, it does take a lot, you know, learning, you know, that that position. Um, I, I could see Xavier Sori transferring. I'm not saying he will. Um, he's a specialist right now. He's a third down guy. Jalen Walker kind of took that job away from him um, during the season. And then CJ Washington, um, I think there's probably a better than 75% chance his career is over um, yeah. based on what I've heard there. So um, CJ Washington is probably probably going to be done. I'm, I wouldn't completely rule it out. Um, but but he's he's probably going to be done. But I mean, I think Georgia's just going to keep you know stockpiling guys there. I mean, Jamon Dumas Johnson and uh, and uh, Smile Munden are guys that you can definitely see moving on early. Um, then you know you you've seen you're going to lose Tresman and Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I think those guys. You know, those guys are in a really interesting situation because um, they can transfer now. They can transfer like when the season's over with. And uh, they would have basically, essentially, they're close enough to graduation. They'd probably be able to graduate from a new school in a year and then have another transfer if they needed it. Or they can wait and get their degree from Georgia at the, sp at the end of spring, transfer as experienced guys, be able to lock in somewhere and have two years to play. Um, I do know that both of those guys do want to play. So, uh, you know, that's something to keep an eye on there as well. But Georgia's got a lot of line and, and it's not just – guys, this is the best linebacker class I've ever seen. Like when you, if you want to put outside linebacker edge on the list, um, I mean, you look at those three inside guys and you look at those three outside guys, I've never seen a bigger collection of a better collection of talent um, in a class. I mean, you, you maybe could have said like three linebackers, all of them were five stars or something, but not six guys all, you know, inside the top 100 like this. It's just, it's a complete freak show. And like I said earlier, Wes, I think we talked about it on our, when I said that there was already a little bit of buzz trickling out about Raylan Wilson and uh, C.J. Allen. Yeah, uh, definitely go back and check out some of our live reactions to some of these guys coming in earlier today. We got a lot deeper on a lot of these position groups, and we did talk about the early bowl practices and uh, how guys can start to get a leg up uh, on some of their position group battles. Uh, let's chop some wood and wrap this thing up. Uh, I want to chop some wood about Alabama's number one class and Georgia being number two. And I think what we've seen from Kirby Smart and from Nick Saban's programs thus far in this NIL transfer portal era is that, you know, maybe Kirby Smart's class isn't the best. Maybe it doesn't have the most five stars uh, uh, stacked up or piled up. But I think what we've learned is that Georgia evaluates talent a little bit differently than some of our uh, talented talent evaluators do at on three. And I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying maybe Georgia and its staff, it's huge. Uh, they find guys that are flying under the radar. Look at Lab McConkie, look at Jordan Davis, so on and so forth. But then on the flip side of that, I can't help but wonder how many of these talented guys in Alabama's number one class will still be there. And I'm not saying that Georgia won't lose guys to the transfer portal uh, themselves, but it does seem like – I keep using this word when we talk about these two programs – there's glue. There's glue at Georgia that there doesn't seem to be at Alabama, at least this season. 
Um, and that's kind of surprising to me because that's usually the thing that the Tide has. And right now I think uh, Kirby's found a way to have a little bit better glue. So I uh, am chopping what about that, about talent for Georgia sticking around, talent at Bama. If the trend continues as it did this year, maybe that talent is going elsewhere after a year or two. I'm going to chop wood on something I struggle with, brevity. Okay, brevity. <laughs> Damon Wilson, very brief today. Very impressive interview. Super quick. I mean, they panned to him on ESPN. If you didn't see it, go look it up. He committed to Georgia in literally five seconds. They asked him why all those people were in the frame. He said, family and friends are the most important thing to me. Uh, you know, really impressive kid. And uh, I think Georgia got a good one. Brevity. And I'll leave it at that. Paul? Bruce, you got it. All right. I'm going to chop wood on familiar faces getting it done. And that's Stacey Searles and Brian McClendon, man. A couple nice classes for those guys. I think both of them come back to Athens. Um, you heard some retread stuff. Not so much about BMAC, but about Searles. And uh, all Searles does is go out, get Monroe Freeling under his tenure, keep Bo Hewley in the fold, go out and find a guy like Josh Miller. Kelton Smith, I think a hell of a player. Looks like a five-position guy to me. Jamal Merriweather could have gone to UCF. He chooses the dogs instead. He's a big body out there. And then Brian McClendon really helping reshape that wide receiver room through this class. Uh, good to see those guys back in the fold and doing some nice work for the Bulldogs, for sure. I got two things I'm chopping wood about. First, um, along those same lines, Chidera Uzo-Daribe, uh, Jake's Jake's sworn enemy over here. Um <laughs> Can see, can see water the under the bridge. Can see the anger in Rose's face there, but um, you know he he came out swinging this year, swinging his axe, uh, chopping wood with this recruiting class. Um, you know they they had a huge need there. I mean, you look at that room, and you've got probably two guys leaving. Um, you know, MJ Sherman hasn't panned out like folks would have hoped that he would. Um, you know, a, a young group there. Uh, but you come in and, and you fill that need with Damon Wilson, Sam and Pimba, Gabe Harris, three top 10 guys at the edge position. Um, so chopping wood about him and chopping wood about you guys. Uh, signing day in, in the books. I remember this time last year, it was Bruce and I, and uh, first, first full signing day. Obviously, West was on with us for February and, uh, you know, the fun that was Andrew Paul and Dylan Bell signing and, and all that. But, um, you know, certainly uh, today's signing day, December signing day, early signing day, a little bit more hectic and uh, all hands on deck. So uh, kudos to uh, the whole crew. Amen. Yep, it was fun, man. It was a good time. And we'll see what happens with Jordan Hall. We'll see what happens in February this time around. And until then, I hope you all have a – Wonderful holiday. Next time we come back, we will actually talk about Georgia taking on Ohio State in the college football playoff. I promise we'll get to that. Um, but this signing class is worth every minute, I think, because I think there are some future champions in this class as well. Wes, uh, programming note, I don't assume we'll go on Christmas Day, will we? No. no definitely. Yeah, we probably won't do that. Um <clears throat> Probably be back early in the week for 
uh, lead up to the to the bowl game. Yeah, so yeah, it's probably. I, I would I would say right now we'll try to get the word out. I would say probably our first day is going to be the twenty. Our first day back is going to be the twenty seventh, um, which would be um, Palmer. Who do we get at uh, the Peach Bowl that day? Is that OC or in office of players or defense coordinator, defensive players? I think that's defense. Schedule yeah. for the week is, uh, you know, our team arrives on on Monday. We'll, we'll have Kirby. 26th. Uh, 26th on Zoom. 27th, we've, I think we've got defensive players and, and defensive coordinator. 28th, offensive players, offensive coordinator, and practice viewing, 15 minutes of that. Uh, 29th, full media day, uh, more practice viewing. 30th, Kirby, 31st, game. Man, it's actually happening. It's actually going to happen. Until then, I uh, appreciate each and every one of you that make doing this show so fun. Y'all crack me up in the comments. Y'all deserve a great holiday, too. Uh, keep it locked into dogshq.com, the premium membership. As you see scrolling at the bottom, $10 right now until September. I know many of you have already hopped onto that because – there's a lot of crossover onto our message board, but if you want to check it out, it's there for you if you haven't done so already. Until next time, we will keep you posted over there. Peace. Merry Christmas. Happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.